This is Nick Gamble from Dallas, Texas, and you're listening to the Amazing Seller Podcast. I'm Aaron from Ruston, Louisiana, and you're listening to the Amazing Seller Podcast. Well, hey, hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Amazing Seller Podcast. This is episode number 435, and today we're going to be talking about a China agent that speaks out and actually saved us $5,000 on a bad product that would have been shipped, but because we built a relationship and we knew what to look for, and we made those right connections in the beginning, they saved us from losing $5,000, because that's actually what it would have cost us, and probably a lot more if we continued down this path. Now, I'm going to give you these four steps, and I do not want you to skip them. Again, this is us learning through this process, and this is a pretty big lesson and a big takeaway, because our agent is really kind of speaking out to us a lot about stuff that's happening behind the scenes that isn't really talked about too much and was kind of news to me. So I'm going to share that with you today. And yes, in the beginning, you might have heard a couple of shout outs uh, from Dallas and Louisiana. Uh, That is from our TIS meetup, and you're going to be hearing more of those. So everyone that had attended our TIS meetup in Dallas, I want to say you guys rock. We had about 30 people show up, which was amazing. A lot of fun, a lot of great stories, and I got some of those caught on tape, which is pretty awesome. So I'm going to be able to share some of that stuff and a lot of takeaways, but that'll be coming up probably in the next episode of Ask Scott. I'll probably share a little bit more on that. And then I've got some episodes coming up where I'm going to highlight some of these uh, sellers and some of these stories so you can actually learn from those. All right. So before I jump in, I did want to remind you the show notes to this episode can be found at theamazingseller.com forward slash 435, and that'll be the show notes, the transcripts, and I'm going to also add the email script that we have used in the past as our template. We actually do it very similar now, but it's a great place to start. My new partner has kind of taken this and uh, and really put it on steroids in a sense because uh, they've been reporting back to me what they've been doing, what's been working, and actually a huge, huge nugget, which I'm going to share with you on how you can start talking outside of Alibaba and really start to build this relationship. Now, let me just kind of talk about where this really came from and kind of where I wanted to share this story. And I was talking to my new partner and I'm like, this is something that I think we need to expose in a sense, because a lot of people aren't aware of this, and especially people that are just getting started, uh, you know, they need to know this stuff. And you know, if it doesn't happen to you, that's great. But if it does, you're going to wish that you knew some of this stuff. The one thing I want to stress here, and this goes in anything in business, anything, it doesn't matter what it is, connections and then the relationship are huge. Absolutely huge. And I mean, that goes all the way back to just the concrete guy that I'm working with locally here, him and his connections. I just had him kind of introduce me to some tree guys that will cut down some trees for me. So that's really how it works. But I've built a really good relationship with my concrete guy. So now he starts to lead me to other people that he basically will vouch for. And, uh, and I think that's huge. Same thing goes when you're dealing with a supplier or an agent in in China or anywhere for that matter because now they're able to lead you to maybe better factories or maybe better people that can help you with a product that they may not offer and that's pretty much what's happening right now so let me just kind of give you guys a little bit 
of a background is so this way here you can kind of see where this is going and how this all happened. Now we have started this entire process exactly, exactly to a T how we, how we teach it and how we share what we're doing. Like this new brand is exactly to a T. I get a lot of people that say, Scott, like, what's the secret? Like, come on, man. Like you're not sharing everything. I'm like, no, that's basically everything that we're doing is exactly what we're doing. Like it's exactly to a T. Like I'm not, there's no hacks. There's no like, there's this one secret that we do that makes everything happen. It takes work. It takes uh, getting beat down a little bit at times. And uh, I mean, we could, we could probably do an interview with my partner and they would probably tell you that. Like there's a lot of late nights, a lot of, uh, a lot of mornings where you wake up and you're like, man, I just feel like confused or I feel like, you know, maybe that supplier I thought was great. And now I'm not thinking so much like that stuff happens like every single, I don't want to say every single day, but every single time you launch a product, something will happen that you'll scratch your head. And it's just part of business. It doesn't matter again, if I go back to my concrete guy, cause it's pretty current for me. Like, you know, he has problems with his supplier with the, uh, you know, the color that he's getting for the concrete. Like there's always going to be things along the line if you're in business, just the way it happens. But here's what happened. So, you know, not to kind of take you through all of the details of, of like how we, you know, establish that relationship, but basically the Cliff Notes version is, you know, we did exactly what we talk about. You, you know, you contact people on Alibaba and a lot of people say you still can't find products on Alibaba because everyone's going there. That's not where we find the products. That's where we find a product that's similar to ours. We find an agent that, uh, that can lead us to that factory. And then from there we can build a relationship. And then if we want to, like I'm going to share with you, we can build that relationship so strong that they'll actually work for us privately which is pretty awesome. And actually Dom Sugar had talked about this. He actually did exactly this, what we're talking about. And now he's got like a little mini team over there, uh, which can really, really help you. You'll save money, but you'll also, you'll be protected in a sense to where they will, they will make sure that they go to bat for you. Like you're not going to be getting, uh, you know, getting bad product or you're not going to be getting taken advantage of. If you make, you know, if you create that great relationship. So, you know, everything was going great pretty much for, for the most part. I mean, we've launched probably now about nine SKUs. Uh, there's been some back and forth with different manufacturers, different factories. Some of them we started a relationship and then we ended it because they just couldn't deliver what we wanted, whatever, right? But it always starts with the same type of email. And that email, I, I gave you guys the script before in the past, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to include it in the show notes. And it's pretty straightforward. I mean, it's it's you introducing yourself, your business, and then asking like a handful of questions just to get the conversation started. All right. And then from there you can go back and forth. And if you want to use Alibaba's email service, you can, uh, and then you can go to Skype if you want to. Um, and I'm going to give you an app right now in a set. Well, actually in a second, I'll give it to you when I get to that point, uh, that my partner had found and that's what they're using. And it's been great. I mean, and they love using it. And it's not really on Alibaba or even on Skype for that matter. So you almost feel like you can talk a little bit freer or they can, especially if they think that they're being like looked at or under a magnifying glass, because the reason why a lot of the manufacturers want their agents to talk through Alibaba or even their own email, that's a company email, is because they want to be able to see what the conversation is going back and forth. Well, we actually went outside of that. So there's nothing that can really be tracked unless they want it to be tracked. Uh, for us, we don't really care. It's them that they would be protecting. But anyway, let me just kind of get into the story. So, you know, we had another order coming through and it was a very similar, I say a similar product, same type of material. Uh, like, let's say if you were making a, a garlic press, 
okay? Uh, and you wanted to make a lemon press, it would be like the same factory is probably going to make that. Or they deal with like stainless steel. So if I wanted to have a, you know, a, a set of skewers, uh, you know, uh, made, I could have those probably made from the same company because they, they deal with stainless steel. You get where I'm saying here, or you get what I'm saying. So, uh, so basically all we did is we said, okay, we've got an idea for our, you know, our next product with this type of, of material. And we want to see if you can make it. Can, can you make it? And, and they said, yes, yeah, we can. So they sent us samples. We're happy. We're getting ready to go. And we wanted these for fourth quarter. So we were really excited because these were going to be launching for the fourth quarter, uh, just before fourth quarter. Uh, but as of right now, they're probably not going to be here. You know, boo hoo. Uh, I feel down about it, but it's not going to, you know, it's not going to make or break us actually for this holiday season because we were already set up. But again, just to let you guys know, like we were all ramped up, ready to go. These things were coming. Like we had these things ready and now they're not coming. And I'm going to tell you why here in a second. So we went ahead, we paid our deposit just like we normally do. Typical, uh, typical deposit is 30%, sometimes as high as 50%, but generally it's 30%. Uh, and then that gets the production going. So we got the production going after we, you know, validated that we wanted them and that the, you know, we confirmed that the, the sample was good. We got our box done. Um, everything is good. All logo, everything is ready to go. And uh, our, our agent that's been working with us uh, basically sent over some pictures because she does the the inspection for us, which is pretty awesome. Um, so she goes ahead and takes some pictures of them and she didn't like the way they looked. Now, she didn't like the way they looked. She could have passed that on to us and hope that we didn't see it, okay? And to be honest with you, it probably could have scooted by, all right? But she caught it and she's like, I don't like the way it looks. I'm gonna have them, I'm gonna have them redo them. And we're like, well, that's going to tie up time. But if you can do it, then great. Well, she goes back to the boss and the boss says, send them through. You're like, don't, don't tell them about it. Just send them through. So our agent says, I don't like that. You're a good customer. You know, I've been dealing with you now for, you know, almost six months. And, you know, I don't want these things to go to you. So I'm going to tell them that you said that, you know, they're going to put the blame on us that we don't want to accept them. Okay. Now she's doing this because she she technically cares about our business, but she's also a young lady that's kind of, I don't want to say new, but she's, she's young and she wants to, she wants to do good for herself and her family. Uh, and I'm, I'm going to tell you guys too here in a second, some of the, some of the dirty little secrets that a lot of people aren't, you know, aren't aware of that's happening over there. Uh, but, and, and how they really don't get paid all that much. Uh, you know, they, they work to get orders and if they don't get orders, they don't get paid and they don't get paid much even when they do get an order. But, um, you know, they're a hustler. This, this girl's a hustler. And now my partner is kind of educating her through this process as well. And I know I'm going to jumping around a little bit, but I'm trying to give you context as far as how we got to the point where we are. But so she, she just basically says, you know, we're not going to accept these. You know, like you're not going to accept these because I'm going to tell them that you're not happy with these. Like I wouldn't accept these. Right. And good thing she did because, you know, we looked at them a little bit closer with some better pictures and we're like, yeah, that, you know, some of them might have slid through, but you know, then we could have gotten some negative reviews and it's just not worth it. Like, it's just not worth it. So, uh, our agent goes back and says that, and they said, well, they're going to have to wait now because we already have orders in front of them and we're not going to remake them until after all of those orders are done. So that's not really good. Now, the problem is, is they are also the manufacturer of one of our best selling products. Okay. So, Ooh, that's, that's not good, right? Because now we have, uh, well, let's see, we've ordered probably about 10,000 units to date 
right now. And we are ordering more. And I already said that to my partner. I'm like, we got to find another supplier, another manufacturer anyway. So this is going to be an excuse to do that. So anyway, they weren't going to bend. And as of right now, as of today that I air this or that I record this, um, it's still they, they still said, no, we're not going to. Our, our agent was going to go back one more time and insist that they do it. And we're going to see what happens. So fingers crossed, we still could get them for fourth quarter. Uh, but if we don't, no big deal. But that order... Uh, would have cost us, it was a small order, about $5,000, and uh, we would have been out $5,000 if those were rejected, or if we started getting negative reviews and we wanted to send those back, or we got the order here. It's going to be harder to get a refund or harder to ship them back once they're here. So that's why you definitely want to get an inspection, whether you have your agent do it, if you trust your agent to do it, or if you want a third-party company to do it. Um, I get asked a lot of, you know, a lot of times, who do you use for third party? The ones that I recommend, there's two. Um, one that uh, has gotten really good feedback, but they're really strict, you know, in a good way, is Top Win. And uh, again, this stuff is all on my uh, on my resources page. Uh, the other one is Guided Imports. Guided Imports has a really good service as well for just if you just want to hire them to do third party inspection. I believe it's about 190 bucks, maybe 200 bucks, and they'll go right to the factory, take pictures, they'll do a full inspection, they'll give you a report. Um, I'm gonna drop that in the show notes as well. If you guys want to uh, check that out and go there and uh, and use their service, you can. I'm just giving you the resources that I'm aware of. So there's guided imports. You can also go to theamazingseller.com forward forward slash inspection. Uh, or inspections, uh, either one will work, theamazingseller.com forward slash inspection, and uh, that'll take you to Guided Imports as well, and you can go ahead and use them, and yes, you know, I am affiliated with Guided Imports because I've done business with Guided Imports, so it's the one that I recommend, and it's the one that I, uh, that I tell people about. Top Win is great as well. Either one will work, all right, but really important because if you catch that, before it leaves, you've got more leverage because now you're like, listen, I'm not going to pay my 70%, additional, you know, money to pay off the balance until it's right. So right now, you know, they've got some of our money, right? They've got 30% of our money, but we're not going to pay that. We're not going to release that, that, you know, the rest of the money until our order is, is been approved. Like until it's good, until our inspection gets, you know, approved. So you want to have that leverage point. If you ship it to yourself and then it, uh, you know, it, it's rejected, well, then you've already paid them. Now, the other thing you can do is you can see if they will do an escrow, okay, where basically you pay the money, it gets held in escrow, and then when you approve it, then they'll release the funds to the manufacturer. Not all manufacturers will do this. Actually, probably most of them won't do this. They either want to get wire, uh, they want to get a wire transfer, uh, or they want to get paid PayPal, uh, and they want the funds to be done before they release anything. I was fortunate in the beginning where I had a company that was doing escrow, and then I would receive the goods, and then I would say that I was happy with it or not, and then the funds would get released. So I had some leverage there. But if you don't have that, which a lot of you won't, and we don't even use that anymore because the company we're dealing with doesn't do escrow, but we do want to get that inspected by our agent. That's who's doing it for us because our agent is kind of working for us as well. And now that we've created this relationship with them, they're really working for us, like even you know beyond what you normally would get. And that's because 
you know, my partner has built a great relationship with not just this one, a couple of different ones. So some would say, well, that's just that one person. No, there's actually two different companies, two different, uh, two different products, two different materials um, that we're dealing with. And, uh, and, and my, my, my partner's done that with both of them. So it, it can, it can work and it kind of goes down to just being, uh, being a good person, but then also really getting to know that agent. And I'm going to give you some tips here in a little bit and some takeaways from this. Um, but they saved us or, you know, our, our agent, our, you know, person that's working for us, but also working for their other company saved us about five grand on a bad product. Okay. So it's huge. It's really, really important that you you get this right in the beginning. Now, in the beginning, some people get paranoid and they don't want to even move and they don't want to get started because they're afraid that they're going to get burnt. And I get it. That's why I always say, number one, order your sample. And then after your sample, maybe order another sample. That way there you can kind of get to know the process and get to see how the money's being transferred and all that stuff. And then the other thing is, is you may want to do a small test order. We've done small test orders as low as 250 units. Okay, and a lot of people say, Scott, I, I don't, I've tried to ask that, and people, they just won't do it. Well, you got to ask again and again and again, and then maybe just move on to another manufacturer, another supplier. If they want your business, they'll do a 250 run. Now, a lot of people say, well, if I do a 250 run, I can't get my, you know, my packaging or I can't get my logo. That's not true either. We've done that as well. You may pay a little more. Again, if we pay a little more, it's okay because we're reducing the risk. It's kind of like our insurance policy, but you can do it. All right. So just throwing that out there that, you know, you can get an order as low as 250 units, sometimes even less. I've heard some people do hundred units depending on the product, uh, but you will pay more. That is a given. All right. So that is how we saved $5,000. All right. Now we're still in limbo there. I'm not quite sure how this is going to pan out, but here is what's, uh, what's happening right now because my partner has built such a great relationship. Uh, we wanted to reach out to other factories. Okay. Now this one, this one uh, agent that we have works for this one manufacturer, but she's not happy. Okay. How do we know she's not happy? Because my partner talks to her, not just about the business transaction. Okay. Listen very closely here. Okay. My partner does not just say, Hey, when's my order ready? You know, uh, Hey, how much is this going to cost? Hey, can you do this? Can you do that? Right. In the, in the conversation, it's like you were to meet someone and you were going to sit down with a salesman and you kind of, you kind of generally talk about a little bit about your life. You talk a little bit about what's going on in their world. Now this isn't going to always happen because some people just, maybe they're not into that. Right. But I can tell you this, that if you, if you, uh, if you do that, you go a little bit further, they're going to actually want to help you. Okay. Now, not in all cases, but I'm saying right now it's working for us. And this is how well it worked for us. We have this lady who is not happy where she is, okay? And because my partner has built, been building this relationship over and over, I mean, asking her about her personal life, how many kids she has, like all this stuff, right? And, and, and also then that person starts to open up about the company. And here's, here's like really like some disturbing news. Like they don't get paid well, Okay. Generally, they don't get paid that much at all, and they don't get paid until the order is finalized, okay? Now, this may not be across the board, but this is pretty much, I mean, our agent saying this is pretty much what it looks like, all right? And the truth is, they get paid about 1% of the order, 1%, okay? So, I mean, you do the math, right? Not a lot of money, okay? And a lot of times, they'll wait three months after you've paid the company. 
So they have to still wait because they want to make sure that there's no problems with the order. and they're, So they're going to wait to pay that person. So that person really has to have like four or five months, maybe even six months before they're going to receive anything. All right. But generally it's like 1%. Now some companies might be paying more. Maybe they're, maybe they're paying them by the hour, but generally it's, it's commission based. Okay. Now the other thing is, is a lot of companies that you're working for or that you're going after that and they're working for is a trading company. What is a trading company? Well, a trading company basically means that they're kind of like wholesaling or they're finding the supplier for you and then they're just taking a little bit on top and then they're going to pass it on to you. So they're basically doing what, you know, like a third party, they're, they're kind of like doing the outreach for you. They're communicating in English to these manufacturers that don't want to speak in English or don't want to have that level of communication. They just want someone to go out there and be a salesman. All right. So the trading company says, well, I'm going to come in and I'm going to offer all of this stuff, but I'm not going to, I don't manufacture it. I just go out and I find all of these different companies and then I kind of bring them back to you. So if, if, uh, if they're getting it for $2, they may tack on 50 cents and then you're, they're going to make 50 cents per unit. Okay. Over a thousand units that adds up, right? And all they're doing is going out there and they're finding the supplier and they're kind of making it all happen. So if we can cut out the trading company and go directly to the manufacturer, number one, we probably can get a better product because we can probably do a better job, you know, customizing it and all of that stuff. We can also probably get a better price and we can probably get first in line. All right. Or at least we can get a better place in line. So what we've done is we've taken our agent and we've discussed with them because they're thinking about leaving the company again, because we have a good relationship with them. They're saying like after the first of the year, we're probably going to leave. And here's another disturbing fact. There's like 30 agents working for this one manufacturer. There's seven or eight of them going to leave right after the first of the year. So they're going to lose. And there's a, everyone knows this pretty much the turnover rate inside of those factories. Generally after the Chinese holiday, I believe it is Chinese new year generally they lose a lot of their staff. So a lot of times after that, your, your, uh, quality goes down because now they're retraining people, whether your orders are getting packed wrong or, uh, you know, maybe, uh, you know, maybe an accessory that gets put on the product that's being done by hand isn't done as good as it was before because it takes people time to learn this stuff, right? Well, if you're going into the bigger manufacturers, then you don't necessarily have to worry about that so much. Not all the time, but it's definitely going to be better. And then you can also have someone go in there and look at the warehouse or not the warehouse, the manufacturer, their warehouses too, but you can see like where everything is being made. Uh, you can have them take pictures of everything, not just the product, but the facility, their staff, uh, their parking lot. You can have them take care. You can take all of that stuff. All right. Now, again, this doesn't happen overnight, but it's something to strive for. And that's why I always tell people, you're not going to Alibaba just to go there to find a product. You're going there to find an agent that can connect you. And then from there, you can build that relationship. And then you've got someone working for you. All right. So here's what's happened, which is pretty crazy. Uh, oh, one tip here. That's what I wanted to give you a big nugget here. I've got a little note, uh, a little sheet of notes here. The one thing that my partner said that they're using with our agent is something called WeChat. Now you may have heard of this. You may not have. It's an app right on your phone. I mean, I think they have a desktop version too, but it's right on your phone and they love it because it's their private WeChat. Okay. So you have your own username and all that stuff, your own screen name. And I mean, literally like, it's like you're texting, like you're texting like you would on Skype or any of those stuff, but it's on your phone. You can you do the same thing on Skype. 
But WeChat, I guess they love it. So just a little nugget there for you. You might want to, number one, download it, but then also ask your agent, hey, can we jump on WeChat? This way it'll be a little bit easier for us to communicate back and forth a little bit quicker. You don't have to email and wait, email and wait. Uh, so WeChat is uh, something that I wanted to kind of throw out there. Uh, that's what we're using. Works really, really good. So, okay, so now that we kind of have the framework, right? I mean, like building that relationship is huge. Okay. You're finding your supplier or your agent through Alibaba generally because it's kind of easy to go there. It's where this big marketplace is. It's not necessarily where we're finding our product, okay? And that's what we've been doing. But now that we've built this relationship and we know now the backstory on our agent and we found out that, you know, she's probably going to leave after the first of the year. So, you know, my partner said, would you be willing to kind of work for us kind of like a freelancer would? Like, would you be willing to travel to a factory? Would you be willing to find other products, you know, even, you know, different products than we're doing right now? Like, you know, if we're doing a stainless steel product now, would you be willing to do a plastic product and go find a, a, a supplier there because they speak, you know, the language, they know the culture and they're there on the ground. Like, you know, would you be willing to do that? And immediately, you know, very excited, uh, you know, our, our agent was very excited and said, absolutely would love to. So what they did, because we're now looking for a new supplier for our main product, our one of our top selling products, and the one that just got screwed up, we're looking for that factory now, right? So we found a couple, and our, our agent helped us do that. Our agent took a six-hour train ride, six-hour train ride to go look at these factories, set up an appointment, went in there on our behalf. And went on a six-hour one-way train ride. Crazy, right? Now, we offered to pay for the train ticket and also to give the agent a little bit of money, like 100 bucks. Didn't want it. Did not want any money yet. She wants to prove her loyalty. She wants to show that she can do it. And she also wants to make sure that it's a factory we're going to use. So, we got pictures of the factory inside and out, beautiful manufacturers, beautiful factories, beautiful, uh, you know, the way that it's set up. It's not like a sweatshop or something like that. That's important to us. Okay. So we got a whole bunch of pictures. Okay. Doesn't want to charge us until we put an order in. So then I was talking to my partner the other night and I said, so what do you think? I mean, generally when you do a VA, when you hire a VA, like you're, you're willing to spend four five, six hundred $600, depending on what they're doing. I mean, if they're really, really qualified and they're working like 40 plus hours, you might go as high as a thousand dollars, but that's like rare. It's usually like four to 500 bucks for a full time. And, and honestly, going back to what they get paid. Uh, and this is what I mean. This is how personal it can get. Our agent said, typically she makes about five to $6,000 a year, a year, right? So we're talking four to 500, maybe $600 on a great year, right? Uh, that's what, that's what she's making right now. So for us, we can almost have an agent on the ground to work for us. Probably, they could probably make more money and we could also, you know, refer the agent to people in our own little network. Like if I'm working with another brand, I could say, hey, here it is. Now I'm not going to publicly obviously share my agent because then everybody would flock and I wouldn't have an agent anymore, but I want to give you these tips so you can create your own or you can find your own because I think it's really important. But I have this resource now, right? So we talked about like, what should we pay? You know, what should we pay her? Um, so my partner went and kind of talked back and forth a little bit. And she said, how about 15 cents a unit? So 15 cents a unit. 
Now, some people would say like, I'd rather just play a, uh, you know, pay a flat fee. Well, the way I look at it is, is you, we only have to really pay if we're, if we're shipping product, if we're shipping product, guess what? They're making money, but then we're making money. And it also incentivizes them to help us find more products. So now that person, that agent is going to be wanting to go out there and show you new stuff. I mean, you can have this person go to the Canton fair if you want to on your behalf and pay them a little bit, you know, maybe give them a bonus. Like we, we plan on giving our agent a bonus for sure. Like just, just out of the blue, you know, here's a couple hundred bucks. And to them, it's a huge amount of money, right? But right now on a thousand units, if we ship a thousand units, we're going to spend $150 to our agent. But here's the thing. We've already found out we're going to save between 20 and 30 cents a unit just on this first product that we're looking at, at the amount that we're using or that we're doing. Uh, and right now, I think the most we've ordered is 3,000. If we go to 5,000, we'll probably save 30 cents. If we go to 10,000, we might save 40 cents. But right now, the way we have it set up, we're going to pay 15 cents. Okay. So we're already saving money. It's not costing us anymore. If anything, we're saving five cents a unit and we're going directly to the manufacturer. We found it exactly where this trading company was buying it from. All right. And our agent now is going to be so happy because the minute we get an order for 2000 units, they're going to get 300 bucks. Right. And that may happen once a month. That may, I mean, with all the SKUs we have, that's going to probably turn out to where we're going to be shipping between five and 10,000 units minimum a month. So it's going to be very, very lucrative for this agent. And they're going to be dedicated and loyal. Okay. So that's what we're doing. And that's why it's so important for me to convey to you how important it is to build these relationships. And they are out there. There are people out there right now willing to do this stuff for you. Now, I'm not saying go to a manufacturer that you find at Alibaba and pull that agent away. I'm not saying that. You may find out that that agent does you know, work directly with a manufacturer and they're happy and they're a dedicated worker and you're, you're just going to basically have them work for you. That's fine. But I actually did that on another brand that I started in, in the beginning, my very beginning, my very first brand that I started. Uh, you know, I did the same thing. I asked them, I said, listen, you don't make this, this other type of product. you you only, you know, you only make, you know, this certain type of product. Uh, do you know anyone that makes this other thing? And then they led me to another, another supplier and another agent. So, I mean, that's how it works. You, you build this relationship and then they, they actually go out there and work for you. Now, this is different. Like we're taking this to, to another level by us taking and almost having her work privately for us, which is pretty awesome. And then, hey, if she gets so busy, she may have to hire someone that works for her under her and then she pays her, right? So that's how that works. Uh, so again, that's kind of what's happening inside of our, our new brand. And I kind of wanted to share that with you guys. I mean, a six hour train ride, guys, six our train ride to go look at factories for us. I actually looked at two factories for us and they were very, they were actually, the, the manufacturers were really happy and, and really just uh, really good to work with. They were you know excited to welcome her in on our behalf. Uh, so it's almost like you have someone there on the ground working for you, which is pretty darn awesome. All right. And the other thing is, like I said, I mean, what we plan to do is we look to incentivize them as well. And, and again, by incentivizing, I mean like as we grow, we throw them a little bit of a bonus to, to keep them motivated, to keep them inspired, to, to say, hey, look, at we're growing, you're growing. Like I'm a big believer in that. Like I'm a big believer in almost like, I don't want to say piecework, but it's like I know myself, if I was working and and uh, let's say I was making $15 an hour and I had to go ahead and you know do a certain amount of quota. 
And they said, if you beat that quota or after you do a hundred pieces after that, you're going to get an extra, even 50 cents a unit. And you're going to do 150 units a day. You're making a little bit of extra money, right? So you have a way that you can make more than what you're set to make. It's like you're on salary, but now you're not. It's like you have a side job in a sense, but it's with your own job. And that's what I love about this. So it's like, wow, they're growing. Let me help them grow. If they grow, I make more money. Like it's to me, that's a way to incentivize and to really uh, push people to help work for you and want to work for you and treat them well. Like us, we want to treat them well. Like, you know, my partner's like, I want to send over, you know, a hundred bucks just to, to show that we appreciate it. And we tried and they turned it down, but we're going to insist on it. Uh, because we want to make sure. And it, I mean, what is that worth? What, is, what, do you, what do you think it would be worth to hire someone there to go on a six-hour train ride one way and visit two factories, take pictures, like, and talk to these people and report back, have two sample or actually four samples shipped? Like, what's that worth? It's worth more than a hundred bucks, right? And that's what I mean. Like, we want to definitely take care of of this agent. And, you know, we want to take care of people that are working for us in the brand. And, you know, if everyone can kind of collectively come together and be a team, that, that's how you build a real business. That's how you can build. And, and really that's where you can take it to the next level because then you have ways to negotiate that you wouldn't have necessarily because you don't speak the language. All right. So I wanted to leave you with four steps that you must do when uh, when you're actually getting ready or if you are even currently doing this because we, we were currently all set up and then we had to kind of say, okay, wait a minute here, let's take a step back. Let's make sure that we protect ourselves so this way here we're not like locked into one manufacturer because things are doing really well and then all of a sudden we get a bad product. They wanna, they wanna push us to the back of the line now. Now we're you know without a product. Now what do you do? right? You got to go out there and you got to find a second source or you got to go right to the source and you got to have a really good relationship with your agent so they can push for you. So number one, these are my lessons learned and these are some steps for you to make sure you follow. Number one, always get inspections by an agent or a third-party company that you can trust. The ones that I've mentioned is guided imports, or top win inspections, okay? And I'll throw that on the show notes page and the resources page. Uh, like I said, if you wanna go right to uh, guided imports, you can go to theamazingseller.com forward slash inspection or inspections. Either one will take you there. Number two, if you can help it, don't ship directly to Amazon for your first product run. If you can help it. Now, if you're in another country, I get a lot of people say, well, Scott, I'm in the UK. I don't wanna have a ship to me and then have to reship it. You don't have to, that would be the best scenario, but if you if you don't want to, you want to go ahead and just ship it direct on your first run, maybe it's a small run, I would say then make it a small run, don't make it a thousand unit run, uh, and definitely, definitely get a third party inspector to come in and do that for you, okay? Number three, like I just said, do a small run to test how the company works and see the quality, all right? Even if you are going to you know, ship the product to yourself and, and, uh, and have a third-party inspector, I would still do a smaller run just to test everything out, how everything works, all right? When you get the sample shipped to you, that's different than shipping 1,000 units. It's just a whole nother ball game. You know, how do they deal with uh, customs? How do they deal with packaging? How does the boxes come? Like, how do they pack the stuff? Like we had our first or not our first order of this, of this new brand, but it was one of the, the, the first runs of a product and they came just not the way that we wanted them packed. Like we told them how to pack them. They packed them a different way. We've now told them we don't want them done that way. If they get shipped that way again, we're going to reject them, do them this way. And they have, and now we're good to go. Uh, and then the fourth thing is 
pictures along the way if you can. I'm talking like even on the beginning stages, on the production line, to where it's being boxed, to where it's actually being ready to be shipped. Like, so pictures along the way, that can help you. And it can also allow uh, the manufacturer to know that you are keeping a close eye. Like, even if you do that alone, they're going to be like, all right, we got to make sure that we're going to keep things good here because they're kind of keeping a close eye on us. All right. So those are the four things. Okay. And uh, again, don't get, you know, to the point where you're like, oh my gosh, Scott, like you're scaring the crap out of me. I don't want to do this. Well, it's just part of the process. I'm trying to help you. So this way here, you can cover yourself. And, uh, and you don't have to worry about all of these, you know, different things that can happen. But in the beginning, like I said, do all of these things that I said, and you should be great. You should be fine. Uh, because this way here you are, you know, you're building a relationship, but you're also taking it kind of slow. You know what I mean? In a sense, like, again, I'm not talking about you like launching today and, and having thousands of units shipped. I'm talking about starting today, maybe with a test order or a smaller order than normal to test the market, number one, but you also want to test the process. All right. So guys, that is going to pretty much wrap it up. The show notes can be found at theamazingseller.com forward slash 435. And uh, like I said, I'll throw the link there to the inspection services that I recommend. And uh, the other thing that I would like to say is get ready, guys, because I got a lot of great things coming up. There's one pretty big thing that's coming up that's going to require you guys to get involved, which is going to be pretty awesome. I can't wait for that. And you will be rewarded with it as well. And I've got some really cool content planned that's going to take this entire process and break it down and simplify it and really help you get that business either launched or take it to the next level. All right, guys. So that's it. That's going to officially wrap up this episode. Remember, as always, I'm here for you. I believe in you and I'm rooting for you. But you have to, you have to, come on, say it with me, say it loud, say it proud, take action. Have an awesome, amazing day, and I'll see you right back here on the next episode.